Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Mike Claiborne. He, of course, will be in the Cardinal broadcast tonight, and I hope Mike has packed a raincoat and some goggles if the Cardinals wind up winning the division. Good morning, sir. How you doing? I'm doing well, and you're, you are right. I have my uh, wet weather gear ready to go. Yeah, you're a veteran of this, so you got to be ready. Have you ever gotten champagne in the eyes? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know what? It, while it burns, the reason why it's getting poured on you is the reason why you're here. Uh, you, you can roll with it for the burn for a little bit because you know something good is just taking place. So I, I'm ready for it. But I am I am now elevated to the goggle thing. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, that, that whole burn thing, it's cool, but I'm a goggle guy now. Yeah, I'm with you. You you put the goggles on. I, I thought you, most people, I would want to feel the burn because, as you said, when you are feeling that burn, you know something great just took place. And winning the division in in your divisional opponent's home on your divisional opponent's home field, there has to be nothing greater than that. What do the Cardinals need to do to make sure that they can a get that done, but also get these bats rolling uh, as we head towards the, as we gear up towards the playoffs? Well, you know that's a good question, Kerry, because a the first thing that's important is winning tonight, okay, or getting a win before you leave Milwaukee. But the, the second thing is there there are a lot of questions to be asked and answered about this team. I mean. Who's going to pitch? Who's going to be your first three pitchers? Who's going to play in the outfield? You know, what's, what's your bullpen going to look like? I mean, there are so many questions that you have to try and answer in the next eight games that uh, it's going to be very interesting and challenging. And, you know, as I was saying, I've been doing this for a while now where the champagne thing, you know, you always appreciate it, but, man, I don't need to burn it. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, you have to bring a separate bag to put your clothes in. It's like, Going out and smoking cigars all night, you know, you leave the clothing in the garage or somewhere else because you don't want to bring it in the house, man, because it lights up the house when you don't want to smell it. Hey, Clay, you talked about the uh, the starting pitching, and, and we were discussing it earlier. Uh, Wayno has been struggling. There's a little bit of dead arm. Regardless of, of how his next outing goes, do you think he takes the ball in game one and, and the Cardinals roll with him because he is Adam Wainwright? No. I, I think we're beyond that. And, and the reason why I say that is, if this was five years ago, eight years ago, three years ago, I'd probably say yes. But, you know, Father Time catches up to everybody and taps you on the shoulder in a different manner. Some guys feel it in the off season, Some guys feel it in the middle of the season. But maybe this is the time. And, and I've said this before about Adam, and, and he's come back to prove me wrong. But I just think that at this point, you know, we're seeing the same production the last few outings. And, you know, while we think maybe it's mechanical, it's a dead arm, it's this and that. Hey, it may be just the fact that it's time. And that's something we all have to take a deep breath and perhaps accept. Now, obviously, he's going to get one more start before this is over. He'll have a couple of bullpens to kind of figure out if this is, the, if this is it, this is it. But, you know, I don't know if he's going to be one of my first three. Because let's face it, if you face Philadelphia – who has Schwarber and uh, Bryce Harper, I think I'm going to throw a couple of lefties at him and then come back with Miles Michaels uh, if, if I'm in that situation. And again, because of the each team and their matchup situation, that, that starting rotation may look completely different from Philadelphia to San Diego, from San Diego to the Mets or whomever you're going to face or Atlanta. You know, the rotation is going to have a different look. If 
the playoffs started today, it would be the Phillies. It would be here in St. Louis for two out of three. Would you rather play the Phillies or the Padres? Man, I don't know. You know, that Padre bunch, when we left them, I kind of said to myself, you know, when, they, when they're right, they're really good. They're loaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, you know, I know they missed uh, Miss Tatis Jr., but they, they put a pretty good eight out there every day. Uh, and they're pitching when it's right. I mean, you know, nobody ever saw Blake Snell hit 97. So the question is, did we juice up the gun, or is Blake Snell putting a little bit more grunt to it? I don't know. But um, they're a really good team. I, I don't know. Maybe Philadelphia I'd rather have because I don't know because they don't have Mike Schilt sitting in the dugout knowing this team as well as he does. Good point. Hey, hey Clay, uh, the offense has, has been sputtering a little bit. Uh, got it going a couple of games in L.A., but for the most part, the last seven or eight games been struggling. Is it just sim- as simple as Goldschmidt getting going again for this offense to get going, or is it is it more yeah. uh, intricate than that? No, I, I think you, you hit it. Uh, good hitting is contagious, and once he starts to swing the bat, then I think we'll be in good shape. But let me say this also. We're facing better pitching this week than we did against Cincinnati and in, in, Pittsburgh and some of these other also rans that we face over the last month or so. So I'm not really surprised that good pitching, you know, when it finds you, it, it stays for a while. So they're going to have to make some adjustments. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see how this team responds after a day off. We're not a good team after a day off on the road. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. But at this point in the year, you know, aside from Pittsburgh, we're going to see good pitching every day as long as we play in, in, in baseball in, in this season. We're going to see good pitching. So you better figure out how to manufacture runs. You better figure out how to hit guys. Uh, and this is going to be a challenge. And there are going to be some teams that will not be able to respond to that challenge. I just hope the Cardinals aren't one of them. Claims, you've been around a lot of college football over the years. And i got to ask you, if you were a college football coach and got yourself a five-star wide receiver, would he touch the ball? Listen, he'd touch it in practice, at dinner, at breakfast, <laughs> everywhere he goes. And, and, and But here, here's the thing, and we were having this conversation last night. We have heard so much about this young man, and he's been a very good player in high school. And you, you sold out to make sure he was your guy. This isn't about the offensive coordinator being on the wrong page with the head coach. He is the offensive mm-hmm. coordinator. So there's no, there's no buffer here. This is your thing. And, you know, at last check, I didn't see Mike Haynes and Lester Hayes in the secondary of any of these college programs. Deion Sanders didn't play cornerback at Kansas State, all right? So my, my point being, throw it. If they intercept it, so be it. If they get a pass interference, so be it. If he catches it and makes that guy miss, guess what? We're lining up for an extra point. So there's no excuses at this point. Next week, and I know we're playing Georgia, if you don't get that ball in his hands or attempt, then we got bigger problems because that kid's out of here, okay? And your program is done. That That's how critical it is this week. And, and unfortunately, it's Georgia. I don't know. I can't remember the last time you were a four-touchdown underdog at home, hmm. okay? So the, 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 the fate of the program rides on this week because you have to make a better effort to get him the ball. Clay, whether, as I said, if it's an interception, I don't care. At least you throw it in his direction and see what he can do with it. 
Clays, I think you hit the nail on the head with that because and that's what I was saying yesterday in terms of you got a five-star recruit. It, it, if you're not able to get him the ball, what it says to the rest of the recruits around this, this city and this state, there's no need for us to go to Mizzou if we can't get, if he's not getting the ball, if he's not getting opportunities to be successful, it really limits your opportunity to get the rest of those guys that are in state to come to stay in Columbia and not go elsewhere. Kerry, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, we haven't seen a situation like this since I was in high school and uh, most uh, black athletes in the city elected not to go there. I remember it was 1974, 75, we all had a meeting because we used to work out over at the old Northwest High School, all the guys from around the area. And we had a meeting and talked about what was going on in Columbia. And we decided most of us weren't going to go. There were a few guys that went and they had our blessing. But if you recall, and I don't know if you remember, you, you may be a little too young, Randy remembers how how many athletes from St. Louis from the city didn't go to Missouri over a period of time. And we had some of the best athletes in town mm-hmm. that were like, no, nah, we're going to go somewhere else because they weren't being treated fairly. This is different with regard. This is not a, a race issue. This is a performance issue. And if, and if this young man decides to walk after the first year, I can promise you this will be the most challenging time Missouri football has had since then. And with the way recruiting works today, you know, you talk about getting out of line uh, and starting over again. I, I just, man, I'm very concerned. Yeah. I, I'm very concerned. And, and I like Eli. I think he's a good coach. I mean, I've been around him. I've talked to him. We talk football. But he has to figure out a way to make this happen. And as I said, it's a kid, whoever the quarterback is, and I don't know who it's going to be this week. Those five interceptions and five of them were directed at Luther Burden. Okay, well, he tried. He just wasn't good enough. But if he's throwing five interceptions on the other side of the field, Luther Burden's not involved, pack it up, shut it down. This program is done. And I hate to say that, but I think we're at a critical stage where all eyes are on Columbia, Missouri now. And, Klaibs, one other quick note. A couple of years ago, Mizzou went into Florida and lost 41-17. Kadarius Toney, who wound up being a first-round pick of the Giants, had an 18-yard touchdown catch, a 30-yard touchdown catch, and a 16-yard touchdown run. In that game, he had three rushes for 23 yards and four catches for 60. It's not like you just can't hand the ball off to this guy or let him run out of out of Wildcat. You can get the ball into the hands of him without throwing it to him. Exactly. I mean, it, it's you know, if you're a creative offensive coach and, and carry you you've been around this game a long time as is randy there are ways you can do it now you know what i'm not saying you run the wildcat every other play i mean that's kind of like a homecoming play all right that's something to just kind of trick people for the first quarter or the beginning of the third quarter you, you probably don't want to have too many of those plays in your playbook but the bottom line is you have to be creative you, you have to find a way and if you don't then everybody's looking at you like what are you doing you know, and, and so even in this situation, and, and we've seen coaches say, all right, listen, don't worry about reading the whole playbook. You read the menu. It's going to be one page. We're going to have four or five plays for you, okay? These are the only plays I want you to focus on. And we'll use these four plays somewhere, someplace, sometime. By the, by the time the other team figures it out, we'll be moving on to the next week. But you have to designate plays for this young man because this is your future. This is the future of the program. And if you don't, then I'm telling you, you, you uh, 
all of a sudden, Lindenwood is the number one Division One program in the state. There you go. <laughs> hey, claims you've got Wayno on with the Joe West Fifty Four Sixty podcast this week. Yeah, that was fun uh, talking to Wayno. We talked baseball, but you know, he and Joe had so much in common off the field when it came to music and, and, and playing and, and country western and people that Joe knew. It was, it was fun to listen to those two guys talk and. Uh, needless to say, Wayno has multiple options once he decides to stop pitching. Uh, he's got multiple options. I think that'll be one of them. Uh, he mentions a few things about what his future entails uh, this offseason. So I would suggest everybody take a listen. Uh, and I guarantee you'll have some fun listening to another side of Adam Wainwright. And later this week, uh, it'll be Huddle Up with Howard. Kerry, we have to get you on that, man, on our, on our podcast, Talk Some Football. Oh, definitely. Uh, we, we peel off the first two layers. And let me, I know we're running out of time. What's wrong with this game? Because now I uh, pay attention to football more because I think you have to have at least three, really four weeks to really assess what you have. Because if you look at training camps, they're not the same. You look at preseason, they're not the same. You play one series. So now we're getting into football shape. Yeah. So my question to you is, why have teams abandoned the running game so quickly? Everybody's wanting to throw it 45 to 50 times. You look at the carries, a guy may have seven carries for 18. I mean, why are we abandoning the running game? Because we know come December, if you don't have one, you're watching January on TV. Yeah, you, you need to be able to run the football. And, and Nick Chubb is one of the, the leading rushers. The Browns are doing it correctly. Run the football, play defense, because in the, come December, January, that's what plays well. A lot of these teams are just fascinated. I, and I think, Claves, uh, it goes to what the college game has become. Every team is spreading it out, passing. You don't have the offensive linemen that are, are locked in and, and really run first offensive linemen. All these guys are spread offenses, right. and they do a lot of passing. So when they get to the NFL, that transition to running the football is not there. Uh, so it starts in college and then the transition to, to the NFL. And I think that's why you see the NFL going, the game going the way that it's going. You know, I saw when I knew the running game had been abandoned, when I see offensive linemen wearing shells instead of shoulder pads. Yes. They don't, they don't, <laughs> they don't use their body anymore. Look, look at these guys. They're wearing shells, man. They're not wearing shoulder pads. Defensive linemen, too. That means they're not getting run blocked too hard where they need yeah, to put exactly. on pads. That's <laughs> amazing. Man, yeah. Don't even get me started. We don't have enough time. Next week, we, we will peel this layer off a little bit more. I'm all for it. Sounds good. <laughs> right. And tune into the Joe S5460 podcast wherever you find your podcast. And Claves will be tuned in tonight. Have fun. I'm looking forward to it, fellas, and um, it, it could be an epic night for the Cardinals. Should be looking great. To, especially in Milwaukee, man, because we like to – well, I'm not even going to go there, but uh, <laughs> this, this is an operation we, we love to pour on their floor. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Dave. All right, fellas, take care. That's Mike Claiborne on 101 ESPN. Anticipation is building. The holidays are just around the corner, and at the Home Depot, we can't wait. With Black Friday savings all through November, you can count down to Christmas early with a Santa Countdown Inflatable Special Buy, only $69.98. Or anticipate when friends and family come to visit with an entrance full of LED lights that will welcome them and the holidays with open arms. Get the holiday magic started early. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Get early access to Macy's Black Friday specials on gifts they'll love at prices you will too. Now, while supplies last, like 40 to 50% off boots and shoes for him and for her. 
sweaters for him and her, just $24.99. And 60% off holiday decor, hosting essentials, and so much more. Plus, download the free app for more Black Friday deals at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.